Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Welcome to episode 72 of the Arms on the Plane. So, last episode was lots of background noise because I was sat in Trafalgar Square in the middle of London. This time, possibly a little echoey, I'm not sure. I'm currently driving down to Oxfordshire. It is 20 to 9 on Friday night. Friday the 12th of July, it's the night before the Oxfordshire County and Tame Show. I have 12 out of my 13 entries in the car. Number 13 didn't make it at all. Didn't even, it was a non-starter. Realised that come Sunday afternoon. And I just thought, how can I make sure I keep myself focused as I come through this very slow bit of Birmingham at only 50 miles an hour? I thought, oh, I'll talk to you. Now, it feels very weird for me because I've not actually put up episode 71 yet. It's there. I just didn't, haven't got round to actually transferring it onto the computer and getting it on because I've just been at, living at about 95 miles an hour this week. It's just been one of those weeks. Um, but we're on the way down. It's now cooled, dropped to a comfortable 26 degrees centigrade. Ha ha ha. And uh, I've got the aircon on in the car, so it's cooler than that in here. All of my assessment data is up on the system at work. A couple of things that I just need moderated by somebody else, but I can get that done. Um, but it, it's, I've broken the back of it. There's some marking still to do, and some odd bits of assessment paperwork, and a week and a half to go to the end of term. But the bulk of it is done. Hurrah! So, here we are. When I spoke to you last weekend, I'd completed eight out of the 13, that's now become 12, um, of the different uh, entries. So, on Sunday, I put in the zip in the felted Noro messenger bag and lined it and that took quite a long time so however it was a little distracted by some guy knocking a ball around a tennis court so um, I tell you what I'm glad that match didn't go beyond three sets I don't think I'd, my, my blood pressure could have coped uh, all a bit traumatic so um, but delightful outcome and I um, lined it, but I, I learned some interesting things from that. Uh, one, putting in a zip into a knitted fabric on a sewing machine is not very easy. What's happened is that it's stretched. I don't know why I didn't realise this would happen, even though it's felted, there's still stretch in it and so it's not puckered really but 
it, it has stretched, the knitted part has stretched against the zip, presumably because I was, it, it was under slight tension. So it, instead of sitting flat like the top of a, a box, um, it does kind of come up into a funny sort of shape in the zip. But luckily there is a flap because it's a messenger bag, so um, you won't see it most of the time. I bought the lining up to come underneath the zip flaps and unfortunately what that's meant is that uh, I've, I actually, as I was catching that lining, a little bit of it is a little too close to the zip, so very occasionally it catches in the zip. So, that being said, it's not going to win any prizes. Nah. Um, but I like it and I can't wait to actually use it. I'm going to have to stuff it with bubble wrap or something in the, the show to make it stand up because it's, um, obviously it's got the stiff canvas around the bottom and the sides which help it keep its shape a little bit but it's still at the top kind of falling in on itself under the weight of the, of the uh, flap so I'm going to stuff it with bubble wrap to put it in the show. Then, so that was, that was Sunday's finished object. Uh, Tuesday's finished object, I finished the shawl, um, the peacock shawlette, and blocked it. And it actually blocked out, it dried really, really quickly. I don't know why I was panicking that it wouldn't dry overnight. It would, it literally, it dried out. I pinned it out. Um, I left, left it to, to soak on Tuesday night, pinned it out Wednesday morning and by Wednesday evening it was dry so it, it was just in you know I just pinned it out in the conservatory I tell you what um, oh used a new toy loved it but I'll talk about that later uh, it's something I really like so really pleased with with the peacock show that really really like it it's I, I really oh it's I don't know it's so light and airy and I love knitting it bottom up because it went I meant I raced through uh, the bit that always kind of gets me with knitting uh, a triangle shawl is that as you come towards the end there's more and more stitches in the row and you know the cast off is going to last forever but of course you've already done the hard bit haven't you you did that massive cast off so the cast off is is really quite straightforward so pretty pleased with that um, I said I finished that Tuesday I think I might have finished that Monday actually did I finish that Monday? might have finished that Monday I wasn't very well on Monday um, so I can't remember if I if I, I think I did finish it Monday just thinking about who I was what I was listening to on the radio yeah, I think I must have finished that and maybe I pinned it out Tuesday morning. Uh, it was dry Tuesday night. So anyway, that's 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 immaterial. You don't really need to worry about whether it was Monday or Tuesday. I always do this, obsess about these fine details that are really nobody's interest. <laughs> Sorry. I think I've just come the wrong way onto the M forty two. Oh goodness me! What a silly sausage! I think I'm going in the wrong. I'm in. I'm going. I'm 
going north on the M42 and I need to be going south. Oh, how silly. Oh dear. What a silly person. Never mind. Um, so that was that. Last night I... Or perhaps I'm not. Perhaps I can salvage my way out of this. Last night I finished the doll's dress. I had most of it finished, just a, a side seam in the hem to do. So the doll is now dressed. Um, it's not a brilliant seam job. It's just all I can see when I look at my sewing is faults at the minute. I hadn't realised, having done most of my sewing recently on patchwork, where it doesn't matter if there's a bit of mess on the seams on the back. Um, no, it's okay. I am on the right. I am on the right, right bit of the M42. I do apologise for that. I haven't. I, I didn't come down the toll road on the M6, if anyone knows, um, coming through Birmingham at all. I didn't come down the toll road, I came down through the main part of the M6 and I haven't done that for so long, I'd forgotten what happened so I suddenly thought there's a concrete barrier between me and the sign that says M42 South, eek, so I'm alright, I'm alright, no, panic not, I'm sure you weren't, but uh, panic not. Um, so yeah, so I finished her dress last night and uh, got that all sorted and then stuff uh, this morning the final thing I have the stuffing I ordered from Natural Fibre Company so that the, I had a little bit of wool sack stuffing left over and I was going to get some more just to, to pad it out unfortunately um, there's been a delay on that so that hasn't arrived in enough time but I had some um, fibre from the Natural Fibre Company that I'd ordered last year to spin with um, and it was carded and it really I didn't particularly enjoy spinning with the Gotland that was the one that I dyed green and, and looked unmentionable so I decided that I would uh, fluff that up and I would use that to stuff it because I don't really want to use it to um, spin with and I didn't have a great deal of success in wet felting it um, although that was with my old techniques that didn't involve um, lots of rolling back and forth with a rolling pin which uh, possibly would give me a better one but um, so I think the best thing for it was to use it in my cushion so I have stuffed my cushion and this morning I sewed the buttons on um, before I popped it in the car because it didn't take very long to sew those buttons on that was all that needed to be done so I have those 12 different things now in the car on the way down to the show. I have reached that point where I've looked at some of them so often that all I can see is the faults. Um, you know when that happens? And I, you know, that's it's so at the moment I I can't really look at some of the things because I just think, oh look at that, there's a you know, that stitch is uneven or oh look where that hem's stitching has gone, it's gone right in the middle of brown printed lines or I've got white um, stitching on a brown printed bin isn't it should be in the white bit and it doesn't look as good um, the hem on the bottom of the dress um, isn't as good as the hem on um, on, on the uh, bottom of the knickers on the rag doll and I really should have stopped and hemmed it properly but you know when you've just had enough um, I've really had had enough so you know we're done 
The only thing that I've just realised is that I haven't got the labels. Um, there's a couple of labels that I want to put to put a context on. Um, the, the mitts for Miss Matty, for example. By looking at a pair of crocheted fingerless mitts, you're not going to look at them and immediately think of the novel Cranford um, by Elizabeth Gaskill. So it needs a little explanation of, of the fact that I've made those bits for Miss Matty while she's sorting out her tea in her new shop. Um, uh, you know, little things like that. Uh, and I've also realised I think I'm supposed to have attached securely, but in such a way so that the judge cannot easily see it, but it can't be easily removed. I think each item should have my name on, and I certainly haven't done that. I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do that, um, but never mind. Anyway, I, you know, I have done it. It has been done, and I've not quite tipped over the edge, which has got to be a good thing, hasn't it? Tour de Fleece has continued, and I have spun every day, I've continued to spin every day, apart from Monday, because Monday was a rest day in Tour de Fleece. On Saturday night, when I got back from London, I spun the last third, I think it was Saturday, um, might have been Sunday. Um, I spun the last third of that braid of Superwash, Biffle and Rami and it's they're all resting on the bobbins now and I need to ply them. Of course the problem with, with the Joy is that there are only three bobbins and I wanted to do this as a three ply. So um, <laughs> sitting there thinking, oh I wonder can I, you know, the bobbins are a different size, can I use the Ashford bobbin on the, you know, the, the traddy bobbin on joy and I've been sitting there toying this over for a, a, you know, a few days or should I you know, um, text my friend and ask if I can borrow one of her bobbins for the joy um, uh, and then it suddenly occurred to me about 20 minutes ago that actually why don't I just ply it on the traddy uh, you know just go and put those bobbins on the lazy pate and ply it on the traddy Sometimes, you know, I'm just really not very clever, but never mind. Um, there is some uh, fibre on the traddy at the minute, so I'd have to finish spinning that off and um, do that. But then that's no bad thing to do that. That's really not a problem. Because um, I'd quite like that off, because I want to, to uh, ply that all up and, and use it. I've got the um, quite a bit that I've spun on the traddy in the last 18 months that hasn't actually been plied. So um, the only thing that I've really spun on the traddy is the uh, cheviot, uh, purple cheviot that, that's been there for a while, and the, um, I think it's blue face leather that I dyed myself. I'll have to go back and check, because it might be Falkland, whatever is beautiful. But I want to get that out of the way, and then I can, uh, the traddy is free. So I could actually ply up on those. So all week I've actually just been, spinning the hand-blended Merino, Shetland, Llama and Firestar um, from Hilltop Cloud on the Cross in the Dungeon spindle acrylic um, bottom world spindle. So I've done a little bit on that, not very much each day but a little bit. Um, we went on a school trip only to the other side of town but it was 10 minutes each way so I spun on the coach on 
the way there, um, much to the fascination of the children. Nice thing spinning on a, a drop spindle on a coach because you obviously there's a step up from the gangway on the coach up to the where the seats are, so you've got an extra bit of drop, so that was quite cool. I um, then spun again on uh, Thursday on the coach when we took the children swimming. So, although uh, much to the children's amusement, where I sit on the coach, I always sit in the middle seat. So I'm by the stairs down to the toilet and the emergency exit door um, in the middle of the coach. And because I was talking and showing the children what I was doing there were a couple of thin spots and, and my spindle dropped and I picked it up and I then dropped again and I picked it up uh, on the Wednesday um, on the Thursday it dropped once I picked it up second time it dropped it dropped and rolled straight down the stairs at the bottom of the emergency exit so so I spun for half of that 20 minute trip and then had to go and retrieve the, um, the spindle from the bottom so I felt very very foolish but um, one of the children that I was sat with on Wednesday was quite fascinated and so uh, we, were, we were talking about um, how it related back to the, the work we'd done on the Romans and the Celts and how they would have used a, a similar type of spindle so I don't know, I'd quite like to do a textile after school club next year and just have a go, we could make our own spindles perhaps and we've got so much fibre still in school I've got lots and lots and lots and lots so it'd be really interesting to try that. So, um, well, we may be give it a go. But I have spun a little bit every single day. So, and it's nice to, to do that. Now, obviously, tomorrow is the show. And for the last six, seven weeks, Apart from the Tour de Fleece spinning I've been doing this last two weeks, everything I've been working on, craft-wise, has been towards the show. So, it's delightful to now think, right, everything is done now. Okay, I'd quite like to make the mix and the little jacket to go with the layette for the baby. Um, but that's not pressing for that because the baby's not due till November. And the... The, a drift cardigan in the cherry and licorice obviously needs that cast on edge to be finished and taken apart so I can take the wool back and finish that row and then finish it because it's so close to being finished I just want that out of the way um, but I can't bear the idea of having that on my lap at the minute because it's so it's been so hot this week um, the, the, the so, so I've got those jobs to do but actually what I grabbed to bring down with me, as well as the drop spindle, so I'm going to do some more Tour de Fleece spinning, I also have grabbed the Pick Perfect um, four-ply twinkle that I spun, I don't know, when did I spin that? 2010, 2011? It's been sat there. I, I spun it up originally for a liesel. Um, but I was such an inexperienced spinner that I really thought that to get the weight I wanted was sort of an Aaron-y weight, oh, a little bit chunkier than that, um, I needed a, a four-ply and 
I'm sure the, the singles I spun were nearly, were nearly DK weight singles because I wasn't spinning very fine at that point. Um, so I've got quite a thick yarn, bearing in mind that I'm sure I had um, 240 um, grams, uh, 240, what was I saying? I'm sure I had 400 grams. The, um, I've only got 265 yards. So, but anyway, I thought it'd be interesting to pursue um, with, you know, biggish needles. Just see what the fabric's like and see if I can make sign of, I don't know whether to make a cowl out of it or make a shrug out of it. Um, but I'm quite intrigued. I think it's sort of, it's time to sort of play around with it and see. Um, on, I want to spin up some of my hand spun before... I really spin too much more and really fall out of love with it. I think I mentioned this before that as you get a better spinner, you see the faults and the flaws in the early spinning that you've done and you don't want to use it. And I've decided, no, what I need to do is I need to use it up before I then go on to do anything else. Um, it's got, it's not got any loft. It's, I did pre-draft it, but it's not, it's not a bouncy, fluffy yarn. It's kind of, it does feel almost like cord um, because I spun it so tightly but without any loft and I didn't really capture any air inside it. So it, I'll see what it knits up like. It'll be interesting to see what it knits up like. Um, if all else fails, I may have to weave with it. But um, as a... A weft thread, anyway. But I'd, I'd like to use it before I really go much further in, in making many other things of, you know, sort of thicker weight. The, you know, I'm, I'm sort of learning with the joy as to how to control the thickness more of what I want to spin. Still not great at it, but I'm getting there. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what it, it knits up with. So that's my little bit of um, quick knitting that I've got in the bag. It isn't knitting yet, it's just the seven little small skeins of um, twinkle full flight and um, you know, great big thick rope <laughs> and a uh, selection of fat needles um, including a 12mm um, Addy Cirque that I got in a, a round robin swap a little while ago and it's never been used so I thought oh that, you know it might be interesting to see what that comes out with so no, like I say I've got no idea what I'll make with it but I'd like to make something the intention was to make a liesel and I think I'd have been far better to have spun it up as a you know plied my singles as a two ply but I really didn't understand what I was doing I was really quite ignorant um, spun it and lo and behold went oh look it's a bit far which I think was still what was happening with the rainbow liesel that I spun up uh, and knitted up 18 months ago the same thing happened so it's just I, it's my ignorance but um, but there we are so that's me over and done with in my final bit of show prep I will try and capture some recording at the show um, I'm not there as a steward though 
the last couple of years that I've been there, I've been there as a steward and I'm not. So I haven't got that hanging around bit before the judging starts, uh, looking at everyone else's entries. I've got no reason to be in the domestic tent once I have dropped off my own exhibits. So I'm not sure what I'll be able to do, but I'll, I'll hopefully I'll find a quiet time to be able to go in there and, and talk about the different pieces. I hope so. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm hoping to get some audio whilst I'm there. And uh, we'll see what happens. But it's been a bit of a blast. And looking at the variety of things I've made, it just does make me realise that I just actually really love making things. But some things I love making more than others. And most of those things involve fibre. <laughs> I mentioned earlier um, a new toy that I was going to uh, talk about in the Something I Really Like section. And I just realised I haven't talked about it. But I purchased from Tangled Yarn. They're an online yarn stop, sure, yarn shop here in the UK. A set of ultra fine um, blocking wires. I've never had blocking wires before and the people I know that have got them, they tend to have the ones that come in a tube. But these ultra fine ones are very thin and can therefore be bent they, they are very flexible so if you want to make a curvy edge on your shawl as you're blocking it you can um, you know so it's very good for semicircular shawls um, or scalloped edges so I used it mine was a very straightforward triangular shawl but I put the fine blocking wires through the um, points of the scallopy edge because it's got a bit of a scalloped edge on it this shawl and they were absolutely joy to work with it came with about there there are some 36 inch wires some 24 inch wires and some 12 inch wires i can't remember off the top of my head how many of each there are there are also about uh, a packet of about two dozen t-pins i've never had t-pins before but oh they're cool i like them and um, each of the wires because they're quite thin They've got little protective caps on, plastic protective caps, so that um, presumably you don't actually embed them into your leg by accident whilst you're wrestling with them and getting your um, wet item blocked out on your blocking pads. But I really, really enjoyed using them. I, I think they were around about £20. Might have been 24 I can't remember. They come originally from America, so obviously... Um, Tangled Yarn have got to build in um, something to cover their shipping and customs import costs, obviously. So, I just don't think anybody in Britain makes them that I can see. Um, But they're a a great tool, and I could really see myself um, using them quite a lot in um, the next little while as I, if I do some more lace knitting, which I think I will because I actually, I really quite like it. This is the, the uh, peacock shawlette. It's the first one I've knit in a finer weight yarn, uh, and I really liked it. Anyway, that's me. I'm going to sign off for now. Don't forget all the upcoming events. Um, the next one of which is the uh, Fiber East in two weekends' time. Still hoping to get there, but it's nothing definite yet. Um, but I'm, I'm still aiming to get there if I can. So. 
Until next time, wish me luck for tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to Yarns from the Plain. Episodes and show notes can be found at yarnsfromtheplain.podbean.com. Comments can be left there or at yarnsfromtheplain.blogspot.com or you can message me on Ravelry where I'm Tales from the Plain. You can email me at yarnsfromtheplain at googlemail.com and you can also find me at Twitter where I tweet as Tales from Plain. Go on, make yourself heard. <laughs>